Are you still getting ghosted? Maybe they're walking right past you as if they don't see you. Or perhaps, my personal favorite, they've come up with every excuse as to why you guys can't be together even though you practically are. Well, see what had happened on season one was we thought we had done all the work, but perhaps there's a little bit more left to do. So here I am back for season two, your host, Justin Rain, ready to help you finesse through the stress in the land of fuckboys. So prepare to laugh, cry, possibly be triggered, but most importantly, I promise this season we're going to heal as we begin to address our fuckboy problems. Don't wanna be a player. I'm not a player, On this episode of Fuckboy Problems, titled Mr. Back to the Streets, I sit down with podcaster and content creator Sean Allen from another Sean Allen podcast, and we talk about manipulative behaviors. What's worse than cheating? Is there anything? And premeditated breakups. Yes, you heard it right. Premeditated breakups. And nothing's really off limits. We really go there. So sit back, relax, but wait up. Because here's fuck boys in the news. Good evening. Good evening. This, this is the news. Good evening. This is the news. Good evening. This is the news. James and Phoebe really heating up now. Thanks. This is the fucking news. Is this the Krusty Krab? No! This is the fucking news. Hey everyone and welcome back to Fuck Boys in the News. It's the portion of the show where if you're fucking up and you have no excuse for your actions, you need to know that I'm going to call you out on them. First up on the list, we have none other than Mr. Usher Raymond. Yes, Mr. U-S-H-E-R. <laughs> Usher is on the list this week for being just a dumbass, inconsiderate, and unnecessary. Very pick-me, very attention-seeking, and I'm just going to give you some context. If you have not heard it, you've been living under a rock. Usher decided to go and swap out hundreds of thousands of dollars with Usher Bucks at Sapphire Strip Club in Vegas, or nightclub, perhaps it's not just a strip club, and they just have strippers, so let's not say that, okay, but regardless, I mean, denominations of 100s, 20s, $1 bills, and all of this was just a big publicity stunt to get the people in Vegas to, like, be like, what, why is Usher's face all on this money, and strippers are like, what the fuck are we supposed to do with this money, we can't, like, trade this in, all our tips, all that, they literally all only went home with their base level salary and pay and usher says it was just like oh you know it was just supposed to be a joke like a gag we know all the money you know that we tipped were usher bucks but how did you not know if it came from your team you don't know if you went to the atm usher i'm just saying nevertheless that's some fuckboy ass shit because you could have just like thrown the money and then gave the girls real tips with real dollars instead of trying to play and like be skimpy especially when the whole point of this publicity stunt was to advertise your new residency in vegas you would think you want to show this new town that you come into you know some love the right way you want to show the girls in your new home city some love but maybe you know you'll show them love in a different way you know give them some love that they can't get rid of next <laughs> we have none other than Jason, as I have now recently come to know him to be named, or as you all may know him to be called, The Game. Yes, The Game recently went to go and speak, and I'm paraphrasing here, you all, and say that for him personally, he doesn't see a reason why a woman or a female needs to pay for anything in his relationships. You know, as long as you're taking care of home, making sure he's fed, making sure he's fuck good, making sure he's good, like he's straight. He believes that, you know, it's a man's job to make sure that the female is good and that his partner is good. And G Herbo, he actually decided to second that and say, you know, like my girl Taina, shout out to Taina, uh, Taina. She doesn't have to pay for anything. He pays for everything. And, you know, her money is hers to do whatever she wants to do with. And, you know, 
I was on the Get Right podcast with Eric and Kelvin Unique. Shout out to them. Um, if you don't know who they are, definitely check out their podcast. Um, I was on the Get Right podcast and they, you know, and I was talking to also the girls from Never Not Extra. <laughs> Shout out to Kirsten and Moni. And we were talking about everybody doesn't live like that. That is like one very particular subset of the world who is able to live in that way and in that fashion. You all are rich with these types of resources. The everyday person that you're trying to spit and make feel shame because they're not allowing their girl to just sit and do nothing on her ass. You know, like they can't can't get by like living in a city like LA or New York like that. So I don't know what kind of, I want to sound like I'm dropping a major key or I'm spitting gems out here to my brothers type of like logic. He was trying to subscribe to it, trying to make him seem like this alpha superior ass dude because he can do that. And that's the type of mentality of the values that he subscribes to. I don't know who he was trying to impress or get chosen by, but try again, fuck boy. And last up on the list, we have Mr. Mooski. Now, I don't know too much about Mooski. Didn't even know Mooski's name. That's how irrelevant he was to me. But if you don't know who Mooski is, Mooski is the, she's a runner, she's a track star. He's the rapper behind that song. And Mooski is in fuckboys in the news this week because Mooski is trash. Nobody knew about Mooski's song until City Boy J. Oh, that's probably who you thought about when I said she's a runner, she's a track star, right? You thought about the guy on TikTok who has the ponytail and he does the cool little dance and it's really cute and it's entertaining, right? We all think about him when we think about that song. And Mooski, you know, the least he could have done was invite this guy to be in the video or try to collaborate with him in any type of way because this guy basically has promoted your entire song and helped your song climb the charts single-handedly, not, not by your efforts at all. You've just been simply profiting from him and his efforts and his creativity. And I think it's really sad. I think it's really terrible that City Boy, he's like, you know why? Like, straight niggas and cishead niggas always doing what the fuck they do, worried about their egos and their dicks. And there could have been a really cool way for you to incorporate him. Hell, you could have challenged your videographer or your creative team to think about a way for you guys to make those two maybe different worlds come together in a way that made sense. Hell, he could have been with the fucking J-Set girls. You could have did like a whole hometown thing that he was doing a dance with the girls. Like, you didn't even have to make him be someone that he wasn't, nor did you have to make yourself be someone who you weren't, Mooski. But instead, you decided to just be a bigot. Feels right for you. Fuck you. Next up, we have Sean Allen, and I'm so excited for this conversation. Sweetie comes up and so much more. So sit back, relax. Here comes this fuckboy's confession. I don't know what to do, but to keep part two of my confessions. Hey everybody, I am so excited to have my guest here today, Sean Allen. He is a podcaster, a content creator, but most importantly, never forget that he is that black man. Thank you for being on the show. Thank you for having me, Justin. Yay. So today's episode, you guys, I am excited. This actually is going to be my episode title, but I'm going to give it to Sean. I'm give it to Sean because I'm excited to wait for what he's about to share today. It's called Mr. Back to the Streets. Uh, I love this yes. title. <laughs> uh, I love this song. I already told you it's my favorite song of 2020. I'm still bopping it in 2021. If y'all ever want to see me act up and fag out, play this song and I will give you a good dance. Shout out uh, to Sweetie. <laughs> I, yeah, shout out to Sweetie. I know that's right. Yeah, all that. Because <laughs> she's icy and pricey. So, Sean, back to the streets. Why Why were you choosing to be a fuckboy and you had to go back to the streets? Tell us how this whole situation happened. Place us in the scene. Picture this is it, Sicily, what year? Place us in the scene. Place everybody there. I was, I was in, I was in school. I was in college. I was a, a student at the time, just immature, not ready for the commitment I put myself in, and still want to run the streets and shit. You know what I mean? Um, at, at school, at school, I met him in college. Okay. Yeah, and they were they were insecure. They're very very insecure, and you know it was a new experience for both of us. 
and I was a little bit more seasoned, but you know, and what would happen is, you know, I would go out with friends, I would hang out, I would kick it. And it was, it would always be followed by, you know, where you going, what you're doing, or are you cheating? You know, phones wasn't really, I think I had like the snake phone at that time. Oh my God. <laughs> so, you know, in the early 2000s or whatever, what, 2004, 2008, in between 2004, 2008. And so you really couldn't find shit if you went through somebody's phone. Well, actually I had a, I had a, uh, <laughs> wow. I had a Samsung. <laughs> this was the sidekick days. So before, I remember I had a blue Samsung phone. My cell phone service was called Voice Stream. Do you remember that? It was no. Voice Stream. Oh yes, was that the green one or the blue one or whatever? What no, it was, was Voice that? Stream. Then it turned into Singular, and then it oh, turned into. Oh yes, I do remember. <laughs> wow, this <laughs> is back in the day. I had a. It was a Samsung's phone, and it, uh, I don't. I don't know if we could text. But anyway, so like it was back in that, that was the, the time frame or whatever. And, you know, when I would get fed up, instead of like talking it out or whatever, you know, I would, you know, we need to take a break. Let's break up. You would just or, do. Or I would do something to like get dumped on. And as soon as I got the green light, I was single for the weekend or single for another week. I was, you know, in the streets, you know what I mean? I was on the apps in the streets, you know, doing shit I shouldn't have been doing with people I shouldn't have been doing it with. <laughs> and, it, you know, it was like, I'm being accused for all this shit. You know what I mean? So like, let me just, might, I might as well, I've never cheated in any relationship I've been been on. So let me say that. But like, you let, said, me, let me clarify, let me clear my name. Basically, because, you know, we don't want nobody listening to it and whatever. But anyway, so. <laughs> we don't I, want no I, shit. I would, yeah, you know what I mean? Um, I would, do something to this person was so fragile that I was in a relationship with and just ready to like temporarily throw in a towel every time. So I was like, okay, okay well, so give me... us an example. Give us an example. Uh, or like, actually, you know what? Let's back it up even more. What was the first time that they actually started questioning where you were going? When was the first time they really started showing their insecurities? So how long had you all been dating? Or did it just went, come from the jump? <laughs> it, it, it came, it came, I would say it came from, it came from the jump. Uh, so what I would do is a pretty social person. So like I was, I called myself like cutting hair on the side or whatever back in the day. So I would end up staying over like the homie's house after I cut everybody hair and just chill like a couple of hours later, you know, come home or, you know, I wasn't adhering to my time schedule. You know what I mean? I, you know, <laughs> you I said you her, weren't adhering. <laughs> no, I wasn't, you know, I'll be done at 10, 10 o'clock will roll around. I wouldn't be at the house, you know what I mean? So I'll end up showing up at 12 o'clock and it was a female, like who you, you, you were bitches, you were bitches, just that whole thing. Oh, cheating, that's another level. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, why yeah. can't so, you, why could so you was just out, you was just like, ah, oh, I get that when I get there. You was being a nigga. You was being a fuck boy. You was being a fuck well, boy for no reason. Yeah, but I'll, but you know what? Like I always say, I wasn't cheating. So like, if I wasn't cheating, I okay, wasn't cheating. Okay, good question. Let's go ahead and address that. Do you think cheating is the worst thing you can do to your partner? I, I, cheating? Because it sounds like- the, what, Wait, cheating, domestic violence, and drugs and stealing. Those are the four things. Those are like deal breakers to me. Okay. You know, okay. those are sins you never commit when you're in a relationship. From this time on, we were, every time I would like do something or like not show like interest the way she wanted me to show interest or respond the way she wanted me to respond. It was you cheating, you cheating, or you with bitches, you with bitches, you with bitches. And I was like, okay. nah, like I wasn't doing any of that. And by the time, you know, the shit hit the fan, we end up breaking up for the weekend or we'll end up breaking up, you know, for a week or whatever, you know, she'll end up breaking up with me. And when she would break up with me, I would tap into some other shit. <laughs> that <laughs> Literally. <laughs> you know what I mean? So by the time, by the time we were together for four years. So by the time oh we, uh, so like, I, I would say like a year into the relationship, I kind of took advantage of like the weekly breakups or you know what i'm saying the, uh, those, the, those routine those routines like highs and lows you'll be like you okay know, like no i need a break i need a moment you get on my fucking nerves like because i've been looking at somebody anyway somebody oh been shit it's on a, it's on inbox. that level <laughs> and so, you've been trying to behave yeah you know what i mean i'm doing good so like you tripping so like okay well fuck you don't call me until monday and from that time 
we, you know, I'm doing we air single. quotes, broke up, we single, I'm, you know, running the streets, back to the now streets, what, you know what I mean? Now, what if you found out that she was riding somebody else's dick on that weekend too? How would you have felt? I would have, uh, I, I wouldn't have cared. I wouldn't have cared, you know what I mean? Because, you know, I was going through a lot at that time anyway. I was getting to know myself at that time anyway. You know what I mean? So, like, when I, you know, was up on game and, I, like, I knew her, how she worked, I'll be like, okay, this ain't going to last anyway because this is not what I want anyway for the long run. I'm doing this now because I can't be – I was coming to terms with my sexuality and who I was okay. as a person. So, you know what I mean? So, like, it became a point in the relationship – where I was like, okay, I'm just holding on to this for like the face value. Cause this is not what I want. Cause during those breakups, I was in this, you know what I mean? I was working the beat. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> no, I get what you're saying. <laughs> so I, um, I was young yeah. and I was just getting during to know that myself. Phase, I was doing that too. I get it. <laughs> yeah. You no. know, so um, I was, I was just getting to know myself in the times that we weren't together, you know, and what made it okay for me at that time was that I wasn't, I wasn't cheating. You know what I mean? So mm. I didn't feel bad about it at all, you know? And towards the end of the relationship, I was like, okay, this is immature and this is not how it's supposed to go. Because if I'm out sleeping with other people protected, you know, I'm, I'm protecting myself, but if I'm out sleeping with other people and I know I'm going to, you know, come back home, you know, on Tuesday when I'm done doing what I'm doing from a crazy drunken high weekend you know it that's kind of that's that is kind of cheating right you know what i mean yeah I, no that's still cheating if you know that that that's where your intentions are even prior to cheating that's to me that's almost worse because it's premeditated you plan on stepping out to step just back in you were like oh okay let me just have a free pass exactly 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 yeah. but um you know she was insecure so she kind of set the stage for that um she didn't have a reason to be insecure at the beginning, <laughs> like she didn't have any past trauma prior to you from previous relationships, possibly. Yeah, yeah, she did. I mean, we all have traumas from yeah, previous well, relationships. That stuff plays a big part. But nah, so part. like you don't carry that to your other situation, though. That's not oh, fair to yeah, be. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know what I mean? So we all have we all been done wrong and dirty, and you know, I had to fix someone and was worried about our next situation. And same thing with her, you know, but she was just insecure. And she, her previous experiences, she was expecting me to fix and clean up. And, you know, looking back, no, nah, that's not, that wasn't my job to fix or repair her past. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Don't, she needs to heal herself from that stuff. Definitely, definitely. She was expecting you, know? you to be this Superman in these situations. So she also was putting a lot of pressure on you. I can get that and get down with that, which can be, can be really intense. Well, yeah, it was definitely intense for a young person kind of in college. That kind of pressure for a young man, yeah. Uh, I definitely had homeboys and frat brothers who have, <laughs> who I've seen kind of like fall into the marriage funnel too early. And I'm sure you probably have too. I've seen homeboys who like have like, you know, like gone with a girl, like their pressure kind of like hit them. Like, you know, some dudes, they overcome it and, you know, like their love for the girl, you know, they find their way, you know, and some people, they don't. <laughs> and it can yeah. go good or bad. But, um, I agree with that, man. Um, I agree with that. But yeah, so like every time, you know, I was in this, like I said, every time we break up or I'll do something, I'll, you know, make her mad or something, I'll come home late or we weren't living together, but like, you know, on the weekends, yeah. I'll go to her house or she go to my house. Um, I would do something purposely that would incite a fight <laughs> like what i what we talked about offline i would do something to incite a reaction not incite not choose violence <laughs> you would choose violence on the weekend i would choose violence so i could to be get like, out to it. get off work from the relationship to get to get in the streets you know what i mean you just want to clock out you said i, I need to clock out <laughs> i need a break yeah so that's, that's what's the worst thing doing. that you've done what do you think is the worst thing that you've done like what was the worst thing that you did during that time like to get so, her to break up with you or to get the to get off to to get back to the streets uh like it, the worst i felt the one time i felt bad for breaking up with her or causing a fight i knew her birthday was coming up and so you know that wednesday i done something i like i did something on purpose that wednesday 
and her birthday was on that Saturday. You know what I mean? So I was like, okay, well, I got so-and-so in my inbox trying to chill on Friday or Saturday. So like she tripping, you know, her birthday coming up. So I don't give a fuck about her birthday. She's a bitch. So let me just drum something up to so I could leave for the weekend and go to the homie's house or go to my sister's house. You know, I'm doing air quotes so I could have an excuse to be in the streets. You know what I mean? And so I yeah. felt bad about that. I, you know, we, we had our routine. Fuck your birthday. Don't call me. Don't call me for shit. You know, and you don't call money. me. And I saved money and, <laughs> oh you know, my Lord. had my fun in the process. <laughs> terrible, but, terrible. Yeah, so I what? felt bad about that because um, I don't want to, I take that back. I, I said, have my fun. I stepped out and did something with someone and didn't enjoy it. So I was like, okay, I might as well. This was a fluke. You know what I mean? Karma. I did all that for Karma. nothing. <laughs> exactly. You know, it wasn't worth it. So how does it all come to an end? Like, well, it comes did, to she, an end, did so she ever catch you with these little like breakup antics? Did she ever find out? You said oh, she was a smart woman. She knew, she knew I was seeing other people when we would be apart. I didn't hide that. She didn't know who or what, but she knew I was out in the streets or whatever, seeing other people. But um, towards the end of the relationship, you know, I matured and grew because you know what, man, putting yourself out there like that, it's, and I, I got, I guess I got kind of old soul, like, you know, like you got all those bodies on you, you know what I mean? So it start to feel a little Shout bit. Shout out to jazz, man. Yeah, you know, so like I start to feel that. And um, that was coming with age. Those choices, yeah. <laughs> the weight of those choices. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just, it just didn't. Um, it becomes bad when you're out and about, and you see someone that you, you know, had a rendezvous with, but you don't say hi, to, you don't speak to them. That becomes I don't know, a lot for sure. When it starts to become like you know? a regular thing, everywhere you go, or now you have to think about it. <laughs> that's when yeah. you're like, okay, like, maybe I need to shift some of these choices. Like, this is becoming a regular thing. This is becoming too common. Yeah, yeah. When you start lying, how do you know them? How do you know them? Oh, from class, but it's a lie. You know what I mean? That's when it became too much. And that's when I realized that this is immature and I need to really be in this relationship if I'm going to be in this relationship or not be in a relationship if I'm not going to be in a relationship. But, you know, running to the streets every time, you know, something happens is not the way to go. You know what I mean? To only end up back in the same situation, you know? Um, no, so that's when sure. it kind of was like, you know, not nah, the same cool doing this. Let did me try to make this work. work on your, did you all ever work on communicating, really? Because it sounds like you all lacked a lot of communication. You guys were saying a lot of y'all's actions, but not with your words. Because I feel like you being annoyed, you feeling all this pressure on you. Not to say that, OK, like a young guy in college is going to have, you know, like the like emotional language on it, like we have now in 2021, <laughs> you know, right. to be able to talk like this is like as like, you know, we we definitely like the past few years been given a lot of education as far as like psychology and self-awareness. But um, did you all at least did you all's communication at least improve? Or you guys try to learn how to communicate more, try communicating more as, you know, as the relationship progressed towards the end or as you started trying to work on yourself? Did you uh, guys ever try to have conversations about this stuff? Definitely. We bought a house together before before I before I, she graduated before me. We bought a house together. Um, and I think when we did that, we still own it together. We're cool now, whatever. Um, so, what you know, it was a so we broke up because I didn't we broke up for religious purposes. I don't want to dive yeah. in too much. So that's why we broke up. Well, that's the, the, the bulk of us, of, of, of us breaking up again. I was getting to know myself at that time too, as well. Um, but when we, when we started making like adult decisions and purchases together, mm -hmm. the dynamic changed and it became more positive. You know what I mean? We were no, able for to sure. Cause you now, gotta have that truth and that trust. Yeah. Now we stuck with each other for real. Cause we just signed a, you know, a 30 year contract or whatever, you know what I mean? A car's in the name now, or, you know, we moving in together. We lived together at the time too. So it's like, it changed. So when we moved in together, it changed. Um, I, I'm an easy person to communicate with. I think mm -hmm. so. I'm pretty rational. <laughs> you think I have so? Siblings. Are you sure? Okay, so you are very logic. You, you are very I, logic based. Yeah, yeah, you definitely. Not based you know? in emotion. You are not based in emotion naturally. And, 
So let me tell you this. I have siblings and she didn't. And I have a lot of cousins and she oh, don't. Oh, so you're way more used to having a whole bunch of people in your space and, have, and, yeah. and sharing so, and all of that. Exactly. 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 That's a big thing, man. But My uh, boyfriend, he's one of like eight or nine. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So <laughs> very different. So he knows how to. Do, yeah, do you have siblings? That. Yeah, I do. I have half siblings. I have the same amount of half. I have like nine half siblings. But we didn't have to, we didn't grow up in each other's space all the time at the same time versus like with him, like he'll, he'll tell me all the time, like, I don't care about this. I don't need this. I don't need a lot of space. I mean, I will buy, buy, buy clothes, shoes, everything. Like I never care about space. I never worry about space. New York taught me how to like use space and make it function and work for you. But he doesn't care about things like that at all. And he always is like, well, you know, I got to give it away. I got to pass it down or someone gave it to me like things are just, like material things he said having a lot of siblings and space and all that he just says he can adapt really easily because of that yeah 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 that's some real shit and like you know with siblings in the house siblings you learn how to communicate you learn how to negotiate you learn how to pick fights oh yeah he said he learned how to fight real good <laughs> <laughs> but even pick fights like with arguments and stuff you know what oh I mean? yeah pick and choose your battles for sure yeah 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 so uh and she didn't have that at all so you know, that was a problem. But when we moved in together, it kind of forced us to figure that out. You know what I mean? It forced her to figure it out. And it forced me to kind of be pay- more patient in her process of learning how to communicate. You know what I mean? And then I just think that like the financial, when you start doing financial shit, it has to change. You know what I mean? Yeah. You're kind of backed up against the wall to kind of like step up and like, you know, <laughs> so, you're like we have signed this contract and these right. people gonna show up for their money so we could choose peace or we could choose violence every month but we're gonna pay this bill <laughs> right 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 and uh i would say the time though we got we got it for four years and i would say like the the last year was the most mature year of us being together when in terms of communication and living together and we bought the house and shit like that we was engaged in everything but anyway it's like the three years we were um dating while we you know while i was in school and shit i would say i i we broke up probably like 10 times and like the breakups will last like the longest breakup will, the longest broke breakup last for t- two weeks that was the longest breakup we had but okay you know, these not really breakups <laughs> these, oh yeah, no, they, no well you yeah know. they're those little play, play breakups we've all done that before you yeah, i don't and, believe you really broken up for like for like a few weeks or so like if they don't call it like i've been broken like me and my ex we would go months without talking to each other and this nigga would show the fuck up and be like i just knew you weren't gonna be with nobody i just knew you were <laughs> <laughs> like bitch one time i got an email I got a email. Oh, wow. This nigga sent me a long ass email. And he was like, no, like we ain't talked in four months. And like, I just knew like you still love me. Like I do like, you know, like, you know, like once we had like this space from each other, like, you know, like it was still going to be me. Motherfucker. <laughs> this dick got to get wet. <laughs> right, right. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. I'm just playing. No, you ain't playing. You ain't playing. You ain't playing. <laughs> No, 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 no. At the time, that was the correct implication. I'm actually saying that I agree. Like you have, you know, and there's a certain energy between you and your partner, and you know when it's really over, or when it's, or when there's still a chance, or you still can. Because when a motherfucker cuts you off and you're broken up, you'll feel that. There's a different energy when you're broken up with for real than when it's just kind of like get out. I'm mad. Or like nah, we're not doing this right so, now. So, so listen. So all you got to do is tell me to get out once. And I'm out. So like the first oh, time, yeah. we broke I ain't up, never. Uh, uh-uh, I don't stay no place uninvited. I've been kicked yeah. out of better places. That's my favorite thing to tell a motherfucker. Don't you? Don't you ask me to leave? Oh right. <laughs> yeah, she. I remember the first time we got into it. She was like, "Get the fuck out, get out." And I was like, "Okay, I'm out. I will and never I, come back." <laughs> <laughs> so I was enjoying her. So I was like, "No, I gotta get." And she was hot. She was a hot little uh, thing. So I was like. That's that that's that's a look, you know what I mean? And it, it, you know, I was enjoying the time I was having with her. So I'm like, no, I'm coming back. But let me go hop on MySpace and see what that inbox talking about. That was oh the MySpace days. Oh so, my gosh. Not hop on yeah. MySpace. Okay, Justin Timberlake. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so what that was that so, name, Tom. Okay, Tom. Oh yeah, Tom. Yeah, Tom. Tom, what I think he sold it for like 75 million. Shout out to Tom. 
Yeah, but uh, so that was a that you know back to the streets, you know. So when that song came out, the uh, and the song back to the streets is talking about you sending a nigga back to the streets, but you know what I was doing, I was sending myself back to the street. So when that song came out, I was like, oh shit, I was for the streets. You know what I mean? I was going back to the streets. You know what I mean? Every yeah, time that's we got what your girl probably, that's what your ex probably played. She probably enjoyed that this summer when it came out. She was like, oh, you remember that nigga, Sean? I had that, passed that, knew I had to trash that. She was like, yeah. Right, 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 right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But I do have one more question for you. You What's talked up? about, okay, like as you guys started investing in, you know, like making these financial decisions and making choices together and starting bounding up your lives, you know, that was, you know, kind of like the light bulb for you. But also what work were you doing on your own? What was you kind of trans, trans transitioning and transforming yourself, you know, because that transition, you know, being like a young man to like a full blown man, you know, learning how to communicate because you said for you, that was work that you had to do because it sounds like that was kind of like the click on you like, OK, now I'm going to show up in this. Now I'm going to have self-control, you know, because choosing not to respond to those messages, you know you know ignoring the outside noise can be difficult for some so you know share some of how you've grown uh so yeah, i mean listeners listening i was at the time coming to terms with my attraction for men and women at the same time so you know socially we have a girlfriend and you know you do that thing but i was on my own i was in arizona um i was probably the only you could count the black people i at U of A at that time, I was tall, so I, you know, I think I was good looking. I was from LA in Tucson, Arizona, so I oh, was popping. Okay, yeah, you know, <laughs> you know what, what I mean. Doing. So like, you know what you were doing. <laughs> so I was so figuring it out. You know what I mean. I was figuring it out, and I was trying to. Uh, I was just figuring it out. You know what I mean. It wasn't as dramatic as a lot of people, a lot of other people's story, but I was just figuring it out. I was being comfortable with it, and I was learning. I was learning that part of myself. So the time we would break up, I was taking that, using that as an opportunity to explore myself outside of the relationship I was, you know, going back to like a yo-yo. So that's, that, that will, that is what was going on. So by the time we broke up, I identified as, you know, bisexual, both ways, funny, whatever people that was stupid ass fucking nicknames they used to have for being by <laughs> yeah i think somebody said i don't i'm see i'm young i'm i'm not young i mean i'm old and these kids be saying like non-binary or something like oh what is God. that is that it, bisexual no non-binary means that you don't identify as oh male or female that means oh okay oh wait 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 wait, wait, wait. Yeah, i got it i got yeah. it i got it i got it I was, pansexual I, yes 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 that's what okay. it that's what it's i was that's what i was doing okay <laughs> yeah pansexual means you you know you you're open you just you're a sexual being so you can find anything attractive yeah okay pro well, you can, not not you can you, you know, you just find, you know, you're attracted to more than just a male and female gender. I got excited. I wish that was available for me. To <laughs> you use. wish that was oh, <laughs> back then, back then. That's the, yeah. that's, the fr- that's the phrase I use. And I just tell people like this, like, I don't really care. I just love beautiful people. If I think you're a beautiful person, I'm attracted to you. And, you know, I'm not worried about the sexual stuff. I'm not worried about how everything will hook up. I know that'll do what it needs to do. Guys, I, I just need that hole me. to be tight. Okay, now see, I they ain't got nothing to do with me because I, I, I just I believe the guy I'm, I'm I just joking. I just believe the universe has always set my shit up right. Shout out to the one I'm working with now that think and I keep it squeaky. Like what, what's the name? Ariana <laughs> what Ariana say tight and right. Amen. Shout out to those. No, I'm but joking. I'm joking. But, <laughs> no, we yes. talking shit. But no, you say you wish they had that word back then. Why? You felt like yes. that would have been where you would fall in. Yeah, definitely. I would have been able to say that because it's like that's like cool to say that now, right? Like, <laughs> it's cool. I don't, I don't know if I would ever want to say it because it's cool. I just feel like I like pansexual because I feel like have I been attracted to a trans man? Yes. Have I gone on a date oh. or have I had sex with a trans man? Yes. Have I had sex with a trans woman? Yes. Have I gone? Yeah. So like it's past just a man and a woman for me. Like I'm just attracted to like a person and a being and I don't really care about 
what everything, you know, like what your gender is and all of that. If I, you know, find you attractive when I see you, you know, like physically, if I find your personality attractive, that's all that matters to me. All the other BS, you know, you can worry about that with your doctor. Oh shit. Okay. So I guess I would just be bisexual. Yeah. You would just be bisexual probably. I don't think I'm that advanced yet. Not you don't think you're that advanced. You haven't leveled up yet. You haven't leveled up that far. <laughs> nah, I don't know about the. Uh, the I, I I'm not that advanced. You, I'm not you that find advanced. A, you find a you find a right bad bitch. She might change her mind. You never know. I you might get know. turned out. You know what I mean. You might get turned out. It, it's actually a lot easier. A lot more bisexual guys are a lot more bi guys that I know that I've known through the years. Are like my straight guy guys who were straight guy friends they became pansexual um more they were more like pansexual or trans attracted um than they usually become like bisexual but you never know a lot of a lot of those guys who are like into girls or whatever you know or bisexual like usually like go pan some do but you never know yeah, like what that's, you like yeah i'm too like old for that like. man no, it, you actually you in a relationship. I'm we're yeah. not trying to av- we're not trying to advertise for you to shift, but <laughs> tell everybody out there about your podcast and just all about what you do and how they can find you on social media. Uh, my podcast, Open Forum Podcast. So, you know, it's not really themed. We talking about music one day, the next day we talking about sex, the next day we talking about black business and commerce. So it's open forum, uh ASAP, another Sean Island podcast, streaming everywhere. I'm Sean Allen live on every platform. S H A W N A L E N L I V E. Um, yeah, I've been doing the podcasting for a minute. I started off with Black Hollywood Live, Maria Menounos. Shout out to Maria Menounos. You guys know her. Um, so I've been in this space for a long time. Um, I think what 2014, we were on the front page of iTunes for a whole month. The podcast I was on with Maria Menounos. Um, yeah. Uh, so my podcast, ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast, uh, like I said, open form, I had what I had people, I had Yo-Yo Launder. She, her artwork was featured on Revolt, the anatomy of black art. Mm-hmm. She do a lot of work with Kenya Barrett. Her stuff was on blackish. Her stuff was on black as fuck. I've had, um, people from black love on on it twice featured on it twice who else did i have on my thing al reynolds from um come on Box al. we love al that's one of my guy. good friends that's that's my business partner actually so shout out to al al oh, reynolds we got a, you want to handle your on. money right oh that's your frat brother that's your frat brother right <laughs> yes you want a man yeah, to handle yeah, your yeah. money right oh yeah man al is a finance guy through hello and through. <laughs> hello yeah. you need to gotta handle your money right i'm trying to tell y'all i wouldn't lie yeah he's an incredible person man um al reynolds yeah, yeah it's just cool cool content creator um you know me and justin talking about offline you know fuck sitting at the table we creating our own table you know what i mean we want to be the employer not the employee that's the that's the goal you know what i mean here so Thank you for having me on too. But again, let me just uh Sean Allen Live, S H A W N A L L E N L I V. I'm sure yes. that Justin's go drop the handle, the Instagram, and all that shit in the description of this episode. Yeah, I'm gonna give y'all all the deets. And when we come back, we'll have our fuckboy versus fucked up portion of the show. I couldn't help but wonder. 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 Are men just women with balls? This is a good time to vent. Officially. Now, in the great tradition of Paris is burning, the library is about to be open. Hey! Because reading is what? Fundamental. Fundamental. That's right, children. Mm-hmm. We're at the fuckboy versus fucked up portion of the show. We got Sean Allen here from another Sean Allen podcast. We got Sean Allen live. <laughs> Are we in the Bronx? No. <laughs> All right. You ready for today's letter? I got to read I was listening to Beanie Man, so I feel like I'm Not Jamaican or some shit. <laughs> 
Yeah, I'm ready for I, the letters. I picked this one especially, especially for you after you told me what you wanted to talk about when I read this one. The subject line says, he made me do it. And Sam writes in and he says, hey, hey, fuckboy problems. I'm writing in because I was a fuckboy recently, but I had my reasons. And in my opinion, it's all his fault. Like everyone else in quarantine, I got bored and I started allowing myself to be open to more non-traditional ways of connecting. Greg and I started chatting on Facebook a few months ago. We've been friends online for years and had never met in person. And, you know, we just kind of like to post here or there and moved along. We work in similar fields, and that's actually how our initial connection was forged. He read an article I posted about a recent work project and reached out for info on how its organiz- on how his organization could do something similar. After a few weeks of flirtatious messages and calls on the phone, he asked, could he come visit? We lived five hours or so from each other, but he said it was no problem. I was a little apprehensive, but decided to go with it and try something different. So we fast forward to him getting here and we both hyped ourselves up and we are hornier than ever. At least that's what we had told each other a few days before this. And as soon as he walks in, he just hurls a wave of intense emotions my way. From kissing to his words, to him walking all around my place and opening all the doors and cabinets, giving himself a tour. It was just a lot. (laughs) okay it sounds like it all right he was always an attentive person but i just really wasn't expecting that i tried to chill things out over a cocktail but after about 10 minutes he jumped on top of my lap and basically took what he wanted not to say i didn't enjoy it but damn can a nigga get some foreplay no build up why did we have to move at light speed so After a restless night with no sleep, I had decided it was best to ask him to leave. I could clearly tell we were incompatible, maybe not physically, but definitely mentally and emotionally. I couldn't go another day or hour, honestly, feel more feeling this uncomfortable in my own home. So I sat Greg down while we ate breakfast and broke him the news. He put up a fight and questioned what was such an issue. And I just said that I simply wasn't over my ex. And last night's sex was a reminder of that. He was a gentleman and packed his stuff and left. The ex thing was a complete lie in the moment, but how do you tell someone that their genuine emotions are too much for you and turning you off? He basically made me be a fuckboy, right? Or did I just do some fucked up shit? Sam. Oh, I, I mean, can can you do can both exist? I think they can. And I think this is the moment to now talk about it. Talk about it. Can both exist? Duality in the fuckboy world. Yeah, you did some fucked up shit and you was a and you was you definitely was a fuckboy for wasting his time. You know what I mean? For giving him some and then having sounds him- like he took it though a little bit. I was about to say that sounds like sexual assault a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, so that's 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 the thing too that we, we you mentioned earlier language and terms and shit. Yeah, I mean, it does sound like sexual assault. Well, that's a whole other episode. So, like, right, not even we're not going. We're that. not going to go. We're not going to go into that piece. We're just saying, but, you know, uh, you said you enjoyed it, so that sounds like you were trying to call it consent. But then also, it sounds like you were kind of alluding to the fact that they were very aggressive and they took what they wanted, and that's the right. way you phrased it. Which I think for that piece. Um, Sam, you should probably talk to a therapist or a professional to maybe deal with those feelings around that. Because for me, if I chose to phrase something like that, that would mean that I felt like someone took something from me. Like the fact I've been assaulted. So the fact that you're saying someone took something from you, you may just want to, even if you don't want to deal with it on like a legal or criminal level, you might want to deal with it on like a psychological level with a professional just to deal with those feelings. But back to the story and the gossip. Sean. Yeah, you definitely shouldn't sort of, you know, I'm older now, so you have to like completely heal from your past. You heal as much as possible. I don't think you, you know, it's healing is a spec trauma is a spectrum. So it's not like an even kill thing, but you have to heal as much as possible before you invite someone into that space. You know what I mean? Um, if you knew that you weren't over your ex or if you had to sleep with someone to know if you were over your ex or not, that's a problem. You know what I mean? Um, so you shouldn't be 
on a beat as we call it, you shouldn't be soliciting, you know, niggas <laughs> or dates, you know, if you are not over your ex and you're not over your ex when you're not over but your to ex. To clarify, to clarify, they said that was a lie. So they said oh, that oh. Ma- that's what made them a fuckboy to me. That okay. so the whole thing about not being over their ex is a lie. They just said okay. that instead of telling the truth that um Greg Greg was too much. Greg was team too much. Oh, okay, okay, okay. I, so the ex thing is a lie. You okay, want to change um, your answer? Oh yeah, that's a fuckboy. You gotta lie, you a fuckboy. <laughs> you gotta lie about it. You a fuckboy. Um I'm see I'm I took it as a Christian trying to break something off with someone. You were but, trying to be nice. <laughs> yeah, if you gotta lie about it, you you definitely a fuckboy. You know what I mean? Um that's just that, you know. If you gotta if you gotta if somebody was making you feel uncomfortable because he didn't mention that and made him feel uncomfortable, even though he liked it after they hooked up or whatever. That that's a that's a red flag, you know what I mean? And it's a red flag that you gotta lie to someone, and it's a red flag that someone is being too aggressive with you too soon. You know what I mean? Um, but you know, you should never you should always be honest, you know. If you ain't feeling it, you ain't feeling it. If it's too much for you, it's too much for you. I guess it's kind of difficult though, because they had you know, he enjoyed some of it, right? Yeah, and they have a relationship, and it sounds like they were friends prior. Or right. even even you know like friends and you know in a digital world and friend I've had people on Twitter, oh my gosh like people on Twitter you be so mad about an unfollow and I'm like bitch I never knew I was following you so I didn't know I didn't know why I was I, that's really why I was like unfollow, you right, know and right. then you get a whole message and a screenshot and I'm like baby you don't even know my middle name haha <laughs> but the gag is I don't have one that's how I know we not really friends. Right, right, right. But it's like I, you all bent up. Don't let digital, you know, the pressure of digital people. That's what I was saying. The point of all that was the pressure of digital friendship is a whole nother level. But you can't let that. Don't let that psych you out. But then like how you invite somebody over or invite someone into your that space. It's complicated because it's the five hour drive. It's the yeah, five, but it, yeah, it's the five-hour drive. It's like you, you kind of this nigga to get know, back on the road. <laughs> this is fucked up I'm, in every way. If I'm driving somewhere for five hours, for if I'm driving somewhere in LA for an hour, I'm getting something. You see what I'm saying? So, like, how did you not expect it to go down when they and arrived? I don't even think you and it doesn't sound like they weren't expecting it to go down because Sam also said like no build up, no foreplay. Why do we have to move at light speed? That that was a question that he had. So it really just sounds like the intensity and the aggression to your point that you said earlier was really where the train, you know, went off the tracks. Yeah, that I mean that's that's difficult. That yeah. is how do you have you ever dealt with anyone where they just like liked you too much? Like they were just too into you too fast. And you're like, okay, where is all this coming from? Because that's what it sounds like to me. And I've definitely met someone like that before. Yeah, I have. I have, but I've never this this is actually good. Um, a good question. <laughs> you <laughs> you like a, a good, a good, a good like email or whatever. Uh I have met, I mean, we we've I've dealt with somebody like that before, but I've never invited the person into a space to where I felt uncomfortable too, right? Yeah, and they're like, I'm you know a, what I mean? The guy's like, I didn't get any sleep. I'm uncomfortable in my own home. And I he mean, didn't know that the person was aggressive like that or yeah, too much. Yeah, it sounds like they were clearly had know. a different energy when they yeah. talked. But I, you know, I, 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 I don't believe in being dishonest with people either. You know what I mean? If you weren't feeling it, you, you weren't, despite of how the person was. He should have been honest, like, man, this is too much for me. I'm not feeling it. Not too much too soon. Why, why, why is that hard to say? You know what I mean? Why, yeah. why wasn't that a part of the response to the person's energy? And I don't know. And to be honest, like, if if the guy took, you know, the conversation the next morning, you know, respectfully then I think part of this, not to say that you are at fault at all for another person being aggressive, but you are responsible for advocating for yourself. And if you cannot open up right. your mouth and speak, you cannot save yourself. You have to be your own biggest advocate when you can't put anybody else's feelings or, you know, 
any anybody else but for yourself because at the end of the day just like on a plane they tell you you got to put your mask on first before assisting others you can't help nobody right. else to you have your shit together so this sounds like a voice problem you need to learn you need to work on advocating for yourself finding your voice also sexually that is a that is an aspect of developing your voice you have to learn how to you know tell a person what you like what you don't like you're doing too much are you just going to be you know a fuck doll sounds like that's not what you wanted some people do like that there's an avenue for that you know there's a market for that but sounds like you really want to be taken care of so you need to learn how to articulate and speak to those things that you want because if you don't then you're you know at the helm of the other person's wishes I look at consent like a contract and this is also education moment. There's actually an app that you can download. I can't remember the name of it right now, but you can basically like Google like um, consent app. And basically what it is, is, is an app you and whoever you plan on having sex with, whether it be long-term, short-term, um, a lot of escorts use it or sex workers. I shouldn't say escorts, excuse me. A lot of sex workers use it um, just because consent is so important. A lot of people in the BDSM community use it. A lot of doms use it. And basically what it is, is you can draft, um, it's already like legally drafted documents based upon like your terms, like, okay, like on this date, or you can have an open date range. You can say like, we are consenting to, you know, I'm consenting to have you know like you can even like specifically put in what kind of sex acts or what what you're open what you're open to you all having and basically those are agreed terms because consent a verbal agreement like yo we can fuck yo you can come get all these inches like yeah i'm a nut in you like we can fuck around all the or no we cannot fuck around those are all like verbal agreements you know like they may be you know on a minute level you know, they may be seen as, you know, not. And the app doesn't, I know it might sound like a lot, like oh, this is a whole legal contract. Yeah, it's actually it's quite easy. <laughs> it actually is quite easy. It's like, you know, like if you sign up for like a fitness app, it's just like a few like feels like, hey, what's your name? Here, are you like, are you getting ready to have sex tonight? Yes, no. Uh, who's the person you're gonna, is the person you're gonna have sex with? Do they have the app? No. Do you want them to be a part of this too? Yes. It's like, here, it is like, okay, what are you guys gonna do? And it's like, very vague thing. And it's like, do you wanna give more detail? Do you not? Yes, no. And then it's like, okay, when are you guys doing this? All right. Hey, and, that's, and that's, uh-uh. you do that on jacks you do that on grinder do you want to be safe do you want to be sure i mean it depends on how far you want to go how much do you care about consent i think if you're a person that has dealt with your consent being taken away that might be that much more important to you um i feel like you're a person if you work in a field um like i said like sex workers or if you're you know or a dom or anything like that um that also is a field where, you know, like your life, your safety, consent is that much more of a threat. Um, I think for women, I think if you work in a big city, um, I, and even for and even for even for men, I shouldn't even say for women. I think you um, if you've seen um, what's that show by Michaela that was on HBO, I Could Destroy You. Huge show, amazing show, but literally like the thread throughout the entire series is about consent is educating on right. sexual assault. So. I think it just depends on how much you care about it. But I think regardless, consent is important. Consent is necessary. And I think, honestly, if you just pay attention to your partner, you can tell if a person is into it or not. And be respectful if you can tell the person is not feeling it. No means no. Let's not act like there are people in this world who are out and about doing their thing and, you know, don't get what they want after the sexual experience and then you know, talk about, well, I didn't consent. It, you, like that exists. Do that not no, exist? No, no, there are definitely people who are malicious and use, um, and use the name of sexual assault and things like that in vain. But I would rather choose to, you know, listen to a person's claims and hear every person's, um, you know, hear every person's um, cry. Um, and allow, you know, like judges and legal people and, you know, just hear everyone. I think everyone deserves to be heard, regardless if it's found to be true or not. I think even for a person that lies, I think allowing them person, I think if a person chose to lie and do all that, let's try to understand what was going on. What about you? What, what, you know, I think those people need help too, because if you want to choose to lie about something like that, what, what's really going on with you on a psychological level that you need to lie about being raped because it's let's get past the money let's get deeper let's get past all this other stuff what are you at a loss for you know and i and that's my thing with those people who lie and i just choose to you know there are far more people who are telling the truth 
than are lying. And I think you stand a much greater chance not hearing everyone than um, worrying about if a person is telling the truth and choosing, you know, as you choose to decide to hear, you know, their claims. Now, do I think how we um, decide to um, yell these claims out on a microphone, like on a megaphone, excuse me. I hate like every time when someone um, personally, like whenever a sexual assault case happens or something happens like with big people, I feel like all that stuff, not necessarily that it should be handled like behind closed doors, but I feel like while it's being dealt with or while a person's story is being told, heard, et cetera, I feel like that should be allowed to be private until you get a result. Because then also the media and everybody else's outside and Twitter's opinion and all of that couldn't be a part of it. But that's not the way I, I, I agree with that. I agree with that's that. That's the I, we live in. I just feel like all of that taints the process of trying to find the truth. And I feel like if the media is the issue, remove the media, you know, move, remove, you know, trying to get a cute press buzz and get the likes from saying, okay, yeah, we're going to be, you know, investigating this. Does that matter? Just investigate it and then tell us the results. And I feel like that would help both sides tremendously. But I agree with you. And you, you're very well versed in this. And I think that we need to start. <laughs> I'm interested in having this conversation about consent a little bit more. I got nephew, I got a nephew, I got cousins and shit that I come on, have me on another Sean Allen. We could talk about consent, all type of stuff. I used to be a sex worker. We talk about all that good stuff. Wait, you used to be a sex worker? Yes. Doing what? Mind your business. We'll talk about on another Sean Allen. <laughs> that's we're not now, Mister Back to the Streets. That's what you do, people. That's how you will and deal. That's how you get a business deal. <laughs> I'm just talking shit, <laughs> but <laughs> we are going to segue from this topic. And when we come back, we'll be at our song of the week portion of the show. You guys. Hey, how about we listen to a little bit of music? Bro. How did you know? I love this song. We are over here at Fuckboy Radio. We have Mr. Sean Allen, famous podcaster, content creator, and he is that black man. If you all done, do not know him, welcome back, Sean. Are you ready for the song of the week here at Fuckboy Radio? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. <laughs> What's the song? You guys, we already talked about it, but go ahead and introduce the song. Sweetie featuring Janae Aiko, Back to the Streets. And why'd you pick that song? I mean, your episode title that would tell everybody why it's so special to you. Because I was going back to the streets, you know what I mean? I was, I was Sweetie, you know what I mean? Listening to the song now, I'm like, shit, I'm singing the song to myself. You know what I mean? I was for everybody. I was for the streets. I was running back to the streets, you know, and... That's why I picked the song, you know. So when I first heard the song, I said, "That's what that was me." <laughs> I was, <laughs> you just, I was you just looked up, you just looked at, you just smiled. He was like, "Shit." <laughs> yeah, that was that was me back in the streets. You know what I mean? And that that song, and it's a good song too. Separate from my experiences or whatever, the song is hot. You know what I mean? They from Cali. I'm from Cali. You know, shout out to Janae and Sweetie. Those are my people. So. It just oh, made God. sense. <laughs> well, Mad nigga, you here now too. So uh-huh. Had that bag that no, I had to trash that. I love the song too. It is my number one song of 2020. And Timberland uh, so, produced it. So it's that's even why Oh, uh, that makes so much more sense. Ah yeah. okay. I love the song even more now. Thank you for the extra little piece of education. <laughs> <laughs> I love knowing like shit like that. I love knowing who yeah. produced stuff. I love songwriters. Like, I want to know your shit. Um, but without further ado, it's Sweetie featuring Janae Aiko. Back to the streets. Da, da, de, da, de, da. Consider yourself blessed. You got to fuck with the baddest. You know that I can't be kept. No, I got to dive out. Pull up in my hood, best dress. Next thing up, gray. Who's next? Rich boy, got him on deck. Come on, make me believe what you're saying. Can we waken this up a little? 
Well, yeah, if you think you can. Okay. Deanna. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. If you want to be somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. So now we are at our fuckboy fix portion of the show. You guys know it's a self-care tip. It's something you can take with you as you heal, as you deal. We've got Sean Allen here. What's your fuckboy fix of the week? Dating dating myself, being more patient with myself. And when I say dating myself, you know, we're, I'm in a relationship. I'm, 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 you know, I'm happy in my relationship, but, you know, spend time with myself is dating myself, you know, going out to eat by myself, you know, going to the bar by myself, you know, putting popcorn in the microwave and while having a movie night with myself, you know what I mean? Just being patient with myself and dating myself, you know, and it doesn't mean anything sexually. It just means spending time with yourself, getting to know yourself and getting to learn yourself and just appreciate, you know, those little things about yourself that you haven't noticed. Look at yourself in a mirror and words of affirmation. You know what I mean? I love you. You know, you're handsome, you're strong, you're black. Those things really, really, help and go a long way and it helps you in your relationship and dealing with people you know always date yourself and you know for the slow people out there just basically be comfortable and be happy and be ready to spend time with yourself and that that has helped me and especially in this this past year 2020 with the quarantine and stuff you know you really have to learn how to be by yourself yeah so that helps you know and just self-love self-care you know what i mean nothing sexual at all i don't mean only fans are porn or anything like that (laughs) being quiet with yourself and dating yourself yeah no really investing in yourself i a thousand percent agree um i always i i think the biggest thing i've worked on in quarantine has taught me to just be still and actually listen to my own voice in my head and hear what i want hear what i want to say hear what makes me feel good um if i'm frustrated like resetting I think so often like we can talk negatively to ourselves and that type of negative self-talk is not helpful either. Like you talked about affirmations. So what I've really been working on is like, okay, like in those moments, you're like, damn, you're so dumb. Like when you make a mistake, you can't remember a word, whatever. We always like pour these negative things into ourselves. Like, oh, like, damn, are you stupid? Like that. And I've just been like reframing, resetting, like, no, you're not stupid. You just didn't remember. Or, you know, just trying right. to make sure that right. I put everything into perspective in the reality of my moment because we can be our own harshest critics and just as you love on yourself you know or in in moments of frustration just also remember you know like just remember like it's 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 just one day but dating yourself is fun for me i I date myself monday wednesday friday and sunday every week (laughs) when i I, get out the shower i have this long skincare and like body care routine takes me like an hour and a half two hours but it's like when i'm done with it i just i want to fuck myself and it's nice i mean you feel good yeah come on for me come on tweet come on tweet oops oh my that should have been a song I don't know about the play with you, but whatever it is that it takes to date yourself, if it's a show you want to watch, like for me, like me and my dude, sometimes it shows I want to watch that like he'll be taking too long for us to watch them together. I'll just be like, you know what? This is going to be my show. Or I'll tell him, you know what? I started this without you. Like I have little animes and stuff that I just watch on my own, like during that same time and just give yourself like an hour, two hours or a book. And then don't burn out. Don't binge it all at once because then there's no enjoyment to that either. Give it a slow burn. So then that way you can like enjoy it like as you go every, you know, every now and again or every week when you have like a rough moment and you need need that pick me up because you didn't do it all at once and overexert yourself in it. Like you can still enjoy it because I feel like in quarantine also we're binging everything and doing everything a thousand percent. So we're burning out on them quickly. So that's a tip to try to help you kind of enjoy it a little bit longer. Do it like an hour once every week or two hours, you know. That's so, all so, I yeah, got. I agree with that. I agree with that, man. As you date yourself, because I don't know how long we're going to be in these boxes. So I'm just trying to give y'all tips to kind of keep it cute. 
Play and you know what? And you know, we we like I keep saying we both in our relationships and we whatever, you know, for the rest of our lives. But at the end of the day, the only person you gotta answer to is yourself. Yeah, you know what I mean? You wanna be happy with the person that yeah. you are. Yeah, man. That's 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 and you that's also a, don't want to be that person taking your shit out on your part or anybody or on the people around you. And you can tell when someone you can tell when people have shit going on or when people are taking their shit out on other people. Right, you know, right, yeah. That's definitely a bar, Justin. That's the that's the bar right there. That's some real shit. <laughs> so as we wrap, tell everybody out there how they can find you online again. Yeah, Sean Allen Live, S H A W N A L L E N L I V E everywhere on every platform. Sean Allen Live. My podcast is ASAP, another Sean Allen podcast, wherever you listen to podcasts. Justin's gonna have that in the description for you guys. I sure will. Thank you for being on the show. And uh, I'm going to be picking your brain soon. So answer the phone because I got hella questions now. (laughs) But thank you for being on the show. And bye, folk boys. Bye. That's all, folks. Thank you again for listening to today's podcast. Please make sure to subscribe, rate it, and share with a friend wherever you are listening. Make sure to follow us on Instagram and Twitter at underscore FBProbs, F-B-P-R-O-B-S. And please make sure to add our playlists on Spotify and Apple Music. And if you got fuckboy problems, please email us at fbprobs at justinrain.com. That's F-B-P-R-O-B-S at Justin, J-U-S-T-I-N, Rain, R-A-Y-N-E.com. See you next episode, fuckboys. Hey.